Welcome to This Week in Craft Beer, the podcast, the weekly show where we interview the people making the magic happen in the UK craft beer scene, sponsored by Them That Can, the premier mobile canning service in the UK. This Week in Craft Beer publishes the UK's leading craft beer newsletter every Monday morning by email. To subscribe for free, please visit www.thisweekincraft.beer. This Week in Craft Beer would like to thank our generous Patreon supporters John Stevens, Nick Flynn, Jamie Ramsey, Sue Johnson, Steve Hartley, Jazz Hundell, Phantom Brewing Company, Dolphin Brewery, Becky Bentley-White, Bayonet Brewing Co., Ryan Charlton, The Paper Mill Micropub, Doug Thayer, Robert Baker, Aid Bardi, The Sociable Beer Company, and The Small Batch Brewing Co. So I'm delighted to welcome to the podcast Harvey from The Paper Mill Micropub, based in Sittingbourne in North Kent. Named after the Sittingbourne Paper Mill, formerly the largest producer of newsprint in the world. The Micropub was opened by Harvey and Marianne Melia in 2013 and has gone to become one of the most celebrated beer venues in the south of England. Harvey, please introduce yourself and tell us about your beer journey which led you to launching the Paper Mill. Hello, so I am Harvey. We opened, well it must be eight, nine years ago now at the Paper Mill, but before that, I think it was on my 18th birthday, uh, I got a job at the Shipwright Arms, which is a pub just down the road in Faversham, beautiful okay. old Real Ale pub. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of through my dad, who is head brewer of Goaches and a local microbrewery. So oh, great. Okay. I was kind of born into it. My journey <laughs> couldn't avoid being involved. It was in inevitable, really. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah was, uh, <laughs> some people kind of seek it out. It was seeked me out. Yeah. Uh, Thrust upon you. Yeah. So I started there. I was working a, a horrible job in retail. I really didn't enjoy part time uh, and was offered that on my 18th birthday and just fell in love with it. The people, the, the beer, the atmosphere, just everything about the pub. Nice. Obviously, I've been going to pubs for a long time before, which is I've been dragged there by the old man. Uh, my <laughs> Yeah, and it just kind of, it was the perfect fit. Mm-hmm. I loved, loved serving people, yep. talking about beer, and, and kind of it started off all real loud. Sure. Everything was all kind of locally brewed, yep. which at the time I thought was magnificent stuff, like but it still is. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a place, it's time and a place. That's it. I hadn't really <laughs> experienced the other part of, of beer. I then got a job with Hop Demon Brewery, another local microbrewery okay. um, down in Newnham, so about 15 minutes away from us, uh, just uh, kind of cleaning casks and seeing the internal workings of the right. brewery. Yep. Yeah, again, just absolutely made me fall in love with the whole everything about it. Just love the passion involved in brewing, mm-hmm. kind of every part of brewing I kind of really enjoyed. Yep. Um, I then left university. Mum was way redundant, and we looked and realised that Sittingbourne, for the size of it, just didn't have anywhere good to drink. Okay. Uh, considering how popular Real Ale was in this area, right. Sittingbourne had nothing, and everyone used to travel like, to Maidstone or Fairfield yep. to get mm-hmm. a good beer. Yeah. So we took the plunge and, and found this venue here. Mm-hmm. And, and, Maybe. What was it before? It was uh, Thorley and Pethwicks, who were uh, painters and decorators, okay. mm-hmm. merchant. Yeah. Um, and then it had been left empty for a couple of years. I mm-hmm. think it was just too far out of town and too small for any business to really to, to use. Sure. But for us, it was perfect. So it was absolutely what we were looking for, somewhere yep. that was off the beaten track. Mm-hmm. We'd have to seek out at the right size. For us, we wanted this kind of intimate atmosphere. Yeah, absolutely. We'd sit in. This was the snug room. That's yep. always the theory that people would have to talk to each other, everyone facing each other. And, <laughs> and it, it's just absolutely picked up perfectly, everyone. The second we started it, we started to see people coming down. Hope, well, we, we were hoping there was enough people wanting beer, and they yeah. did. But enough people wanting the good beer, and it, it worked. Awesome. Well, as I probably should have said in the introduction, um, people will realise that we're actually sitting uh, chatting in the paper mill yeah. micropub, uh, which is an absolute pleasure. Um, you know, it's nice for me to get out and, and actually have a chance to interview and, and talk to people face to face, as opposed to on a silly little Zoom window on my laptop, which I'm sick to death of over the last two years. So, yeah, it's great to great to be here. And yeah, you got some nice beers on Harvey. But uh, so. When you launched, very much micropubs were starting to become a thing, but but perhaps not as well established as they are now. So so what yeah. was the what was the thinking behind what beers you were stocking at that time so and, and was, what you were trying to do? Yeah, we, we 
Again, we looked around to sort of, we were kind of, we always had an idea that we'd either open a brewery or, or a pub okay. or something involved. It just made sense. The whole family were always involved with beer and we kind of always floated around it, but never actually got stuck in to open something. So we were always looking. Pubs put us off because we didn't want to deal with huge rosters oh of stuff. God, no. and, and or deal with the brewery either. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's always so much kind of else involved. Mm. This, we were just all about the beer. Everything yep. was always the beer for us. So... We went down to Hearn, which is local to us, the first ever micro pub. Okay. Uh, made friends with Martin, the guy that runs that. Right. And his ethos was just perfect for us. He just thought it was, he opened on his terms, it was about the beer. Mm. And someone came in, we just loved his kind of mentality of you'd walk into his place and like you'd usually walk into a, another bar and they'd have 42 wines yeah. and one beer. Yeah. He liked doing the opposite. He wanted to have the big, vast range of beers. Nice. And if there's a wine drinker, you can say, well, we have got a good wine. Yeah. You're not going to be sport for choice. No. Like, it, was, it was the beer. So. Yeah. We just loved it, yeah. We thought that's perfect for us mm-hmm. and hopefully perfect for everyone else around yeah. us. Well, you know, I, I was chatting to you know, Nothing Bound, um, who are based in uh, in the West Midlands, mm. um, which is very much a cask beer country, and particularly yeah. a mild country. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, I said to him, do you, you know, do you feel any pressure to stock a mild or, or, or cask beer generally? And he said, no, you know, yes. we're, not, we're not trying to please everybody. You know, if you want to drink mild or cask mm. bitter, there's a thousand pubs within five miles of here where, you know, we'd serve you a great pint of Absolutely. either of those two. We're a craft brewery, you know, and we're brewing mainly IPAs and, you know, people are, are coming from far and wide because this is the only place in the West Midlands, really, or that's an exaggeration, the only place in Worcestershire, I think, is yeah, it, that where you can get such great IPAs. And yeah. so, you know, I don't feel any need whatsoever to serve everybody. Yeah. I'm just trying to serve people this particular product. And yeah, so and I think you can apply that to, to what you're doing here as well, can't you? Nowadays, yeah. So when we started, it was... we. Those boards were dawned with the top three would be we always had Goatra's Mild on. Right. Uh, and then we'd always have one of those session bits, something like the Fine Light we've got on now. Okay. Uh, maybe one or two other local, usually kind of Kentish, kind of usually bitters or something of the sort. Yeah. So there wasn't really the the appetite or the the availability of the more extreme stuff back then. No. So and it worked for us perfectly because we were the first kind of we were the first microbe in Swell, so we were the first people doing interesting beer. You right. Know, if you go to it like say, you go to any other pub in town, it would be Doombar or Fuller's and as well kept as they are it just wasn't anything to no, really salivate in and, and definitely out, not. marching down the pub so it worked really well for us to start with we've mm-hmm. got a lot of people kind of coming in that were used to that that yep. had their eyes open to good quality cast beer yep. but yeah over the years t- uh, then other pubs opened up other micro pubs doing the same kind of thing we realised that uh, I've, I've found a passion for for craft beer massively yeah I think it was and is that since you opened here or yeah, yeah so you kind of that that was a different stage you'd yeah, in, yeah absolutely so yeah. at the beginning it was all cast so yeah led by my dad who mm-hmm. is, is a very traditional drinker he loves it all now but right being at Goatcher's they're kind of they, they only use Kent ingredients oh, okay only nice. casks, never, yeah never small pack yeah, yeah. Cakes. and uh, yeah so I was kind of led with that and it's wonderful stuff absolutely gave me a real appreciation for cask mm-hmm. and traditional beer styles but yeah I think it was just going up to something like the, the Great British Beer Festival we used to do that every year mm-hmm. and uh Kind of slowly going towards like the American casks and the, the yeah. then they brought in those. Wow! Well, so yeah, let's talk about that for a minute because I I haven't been to the GBBF since um, COVID. In fact, mm-hmm. I, I think I'm not sure what the last one I went to was. I, I would say maybe 2017, something at that that kind of time anyway. And and, yeah. and the last couple of years I went there, the American bar was getting bigger yeah. and bigger. <coughs> um, and now. and the last time I went, I remember very distinctly um, they 
didn't so the festival opens at 11 I think in the morning and they wouldn't open the American bar until 2 o'clock <laughs> yeah. because otherwise they knew that that was where you know literally almost everybody in the entire place they only wanted to drink the American beers <laughs> yeah. you know and you could see all these tantalising beers lined up there and they said no we can't serve it till 2 oh, o'clock it was nuts <laughs> but you know it's, it's, it's really camera just got to get out of their own way haven't yeah, they really and you know recognise that, that you know the direction of travel in the market Absolutely, but it was yeah. it was a pretty strange experience and you know and by Harper's three, most of those American beers had gone. Yeah, you know, so. <laughs> anyone recognised was long gone. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it just opened my eyes to it, really, mm. the, the beers that were brewing brewed. I'd always tried, again, kind of the more uh, kind of mainstream IPAs and things, mm. but nothing that really blew my mind more than having a really good, freshly tapped cask of local beer. Oh, yeah. Always kind of blew it away, but then when you finally get some amazing stuff, mm. and uh, yeah, it was, it was just going around beer festivals and finally kind of seeing all these beers and then looking into it. And then realising that a lot of these brewers, kind of, this was four or five years into being open, were yeah. we couldn't get because they weren't putting them into casks. Mm-hmm. And kind of just thinking, we were getting cloud water when they first opened. Yeah. And then they stopped casks and we were thinking, we're, we're, what's going on here? We're mm-hmm. missing out on all these wonderful beers if, yeah. we, if we don't change what we're doing. So So when when did you start to stop keg beers? must have been, it's kind of difficult to gauge now with COVID making such a big... Mm-hmm. But it was pre-COVID. It was pre-COVID, yeah. yeah. Not a huge amount into mm-hmm. it, really. I'd say maybe a year or two before. Okay. So... I think it may have been, yeah, it's hard to say now, probably around 2016. And nowadays, what's, what's your typical balance? You've got 12 taps or 12, yeah, yeah, 12 so beers, so, so what are you? We try and get three, four casks on, okay. and yeah, eight, nine uh, kegs. Yeah, I think, I think that's a nice balance, actually. Yeah, you know, no, nobody can really object to that, I don't think. No, you know, so we it's never wanted to lose, lose our kind of history in the fact that casks, when you do love casks, you get a really good cask, something like that, Moot, it's just absolutely oh, top. Oh, brilliant, I was drinking that yesterday, last yeah, time with the, with the guys, yeah. It shows that you can get such a range in cask, yeah. As long as you've got a turnover to support it. We That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah. And, and I suppose with, with your, you know, you're stocking three cars, you'll be turning those over pretty quickly. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and just work perfectly. It means if people can come in and get something of every life. Yeah. Once, in a, once upon a time, with only three, four beers on, that's all we could sustain. Kind of people would come in and, well, have you got a porter? No, we've got a stout. No, I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> couldn't please everyone, but now you can't. No. Man, you've got such well, a yeah. I mean, you, you can try anyway. Yeah, well, certainly, yeah. <laughs> a lot closer to, to pleasing everyone. Um, I, I do have to take you to task, actually, Harvey. So I did. I was doing a little bit of homework for this conversation um, yesterday morning, I think, and uh, I did look at your website, which I can see hasn't been maintained in a while. Um, which is which is <laughs> fine. I mean, you know, you're busy guys. So I don't yes. blame you for that. But there is a very specific definition of a micropub on your website that yes. does say that you would not be serving keg beer. In fact, it point? even says that lagers. You're only allowed <laughs> to serve lagers if they're properly brewed, whatever that means. So, so, <laughs> so I, I kind of, I love the. I love the sort of the, the specific nature of the description on yeah. there, but I, I would suggest that you might need to, uh, that you might want to update that just yes. a tiny bit, yeah. <laughs> I did <laughs> see that the other week, but actually, I, I realised that people might be horrendously disappointed if they turn up on that basis now and think, what a wonderful three casks, none of that dirty cake, and turn up here, they'll be devastated, wouldn't they? So we do, probably do need to update that. Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem, we've, we've kind of, the times have changed. Once, well, when we first opened, that was our main if anything happened, we put it on our website, or that was kind of where we yeah, were. Yeah, sure, from. because that was, now, I guess that was, you know, there was no, yeah. well, Instagram did exist, but wasn't wasn't no, mainstream at all. Instagram you know, untapped now, yeah. it's, it's kind of difficult to, it kind of takes a back step, but we should mm. keep it a lot more updated. Yeah, it's, mm. it's, if it's kind of, people look on Facebook now, I suppose, and that's the, oh, go-to I suppose, yeah. Or Instagram, yeah. yeah, we do need to yeah. get that. <laughs> No, it's it's hard to hard to keep track of all these things, isn't it? But you know, you're untapped, verified venue, I think, aren't you? Yeah, still? So, so that's that's, uh, that's that was it. during COVID, I think, or just before it. Yeah, and it was an absolute godsend. It allowed us to advertise what we were doing. Nice. Yeah, I know. You know, some people complain about the pricing of, of you know for, for for bars, but it's mm. 
if you're specialised in, in what you're doing and you certainly yeah. are, then I think it's, you know, obviously it's well, easy for me to say because I'm not paying the bill, but it's, uh, <laughs> I certainly appreciate it as a resource. Yeah. And, you know, anytime I'm going anywhere, I'm going to be doing my homework and I'm going to be looking at where, you know, which of the verified venues and, yeah. and that's, you know, and if I can find beers that will please me amongst the verified venues, I stop looking any exactly. further. Yeah, you know, so, so that will, you know, that heavily influences my yeah, I agree. drinking and, and, and travel. Um, I don't know, you know, probably not, not so many people are as, as specific and anal about it as I am. But. I hope they are, I really hope they are. <laughs> But it used to be like the beer guide, didn't it? The good beer guide was, would have been that. You know, oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. A, a three year update listing and thought, well, that looks like it's worth a try. But now yeah. it's untapped. You look at it and it says, exactly, this beer was tapped 10 minutes ago. I know. Yeah. yeah. I'm going there then. Yeah. So, yeah you know, and it, but, you know, and you can also then, you know, you can, and I know this, this, this gets me in trouble with brewers saying that I look at the ratings <laughs> and, you know, and, and judge a place based on that. But I'm afraid I do. Yeah, Sorry, it's, guys. It's, you know, it's, <laughs> I'm sure it works out overall. So, you know, this is a perfect time for me to ask the next question here, which is, so do untapped beer ratings influence what kegs you're ordering or casts for that matter um i wouldn't say so really i think mm-hmm. maybe once upon a time with only having a few lines we've got so many now yeah um, we'd love kind of weird not even to the negative harvey so would you not would you not think twice about ordering something that's only 3.2 or a 3.3 i think it all depends i mean beers we've had beers that I've, i thought of not so we had um the new barns their oat lager in cask right uh, last week or coming oh, well, last yeah. week oh damn I, yeah. I, I, I was only saying to somebody last week that you know I, I'd love to drink some more cask lager yeah, just, I, just don't see it no it's I, I mean I was absolutely forlorn with it it was the hottest day mm. I had to go to work down in Dover and I was the whole day I was thinking of getting back and drinking some more because it was <laughs> after trying that morning it was so <laughs> good just absolutely fantastic mm. beer and I was looking at the reviews of it and some people were coming in and giving it 2.5 and saying oh, no. a bit lacklustre yeah thinking, it's a cast for goodness sake yeah, yeah. Like, this is for its style if you're used to drinking glorious. Stella then it's, yeah, it's not going to have that level of carbonation yeah, I'm sorry you know? <laughs> it wasn't yeah it wasn't anywhere near it said it had lemony hops but it wasn't anywhere near lemony hop and I think it's not oakum citry it's no, like no. cast glass it's subtle, and, uh, so yeah I, then that Kind of could get an yeah. All right, but I mean, so, but that's an extreme. So, yeah, but, but, but you know, if you're ordering a pale ale, or you know, or a you know, fruited sour, and yeah, it's only three point three, then is that is that not going to? I honestly never looked really. I thought it's just, we buy from breweries that I try and I know are going to be good. I suppose so it's, it's I very rarely get in a cask or a keg from someone I haven't tried. Before. Right. Okay. You kind of yeah. you get you build a kind of pedigree. You might get sure. one, one wonder that they do. And the next one might be rubbish, but on the whole, a good brewery, if you try one or two of them, they're good. You yep. know that they're going to probably get most styles pretty much there, aren't you? Yes, maybe not perfectly, but. No, no that's fair. Other kind of favourites of ours that you know will be right every time someone like, you know, people like Attic and Elusive. Oh, yeah. Water, you can yeah, buy yeah. He could brew absolutely anything and it would be good. It's worth mentioning. I mean, so we're both drinking this Attic Vision, which is. Uh, yeah, four point five cent pile, um, absolutely delicious. I mean, yeah, I, I, I said you just before we pressed the record, but I think Attic are really good at these yeah, uh, pails. You know, I think they, they the fruit flavours are always terrific. There's always a bit of bitterness in there, mm. which I think I appreciate. You know, it never comes up too sweet. Yeah, um, this is this is just really you know, perfect lunchtime drink. And I had to I have to confess, I had quite a few last night in uh, Canterbury <laughs> between uh, Flock and the um, and the, the other taproom at Pegasus, and also the there's another the Thomas Tallis Ale House. That's a very good place. Yeah, yeah, uh, no bar. The guy, no, the guy's right, basically right. serving you from what pretty much looks like a kitchen. Yeah, you know, and uh, it's table service, uh, but great. Yeah, really good beer it's list. Likely, to, yeah, to be honest, we were um, we we were almost a spent force by the time we got there. So yeah. we only had one, and then that was it. Yeah. 
thoughts turned to the fact that the Chinese takeaway was shutting at 10.30. You know, we need to get back there before <laughs> next door to the hotel. But, <laughs> but nice, yeah, really enjoyed uh, Canterbury Town Centre. Yeah. It was some, some, some good places. And uh, yeah, anybody that, that's thinking about uh, somewhere that isn't perhaps the first choice when you're you know, thinking of a place to go for craft beer, it's at, you know, we had between those three venues, we had some great beers mm. last night. And, uh, I thoroughly recommend it. Um, but Kent generally is getting really good, isn't it, for craft beer? You know, it's, uh, you know, it's always been a pretty good traditional cask yeah, brewery market, I guess, and, and great, great old Definitely. pubs. But it's always our worry of moving over to, to craft in that just how well it would be received, even though it was really on the up, just mm-hmm. kind of, well, globally. But it's just something about Kent that's always been about your, your 4.2 best bitter in cask. <laughs> yeah, which is and fair it's, enough. And it's not just Kent, I think. It's, yeah, uh, I no, that's, that's the, the quintessential English point, isn't yeah, it? It has been forever. And, uh, but yeah, no, just people have taken to it fantastically and, mm. and it's kind of moved with it. I suppose that's why now breweries like Moot and uh, Yeah, and Flock obviously, flock. and um, I guess Time and Tide. Um, who yeah. else? Uh, I'm trying to think who else is, is Kent. I mean, Loki are. Oh, Loki, of course, and the Bertullias, yeah, yeah, yeah. How can I forget? Doing, so, yeah. yeah, we had Drew on the podcast, amazing. You know, <laughs> some of the best big stouts in Britain. Without yeah, that's brilliant. Say, from really Loki. Really that garden is wonderful. They've got a new, I haven't been to their new, he's got a new tap room as well, hasn't he? That's I right. Yeah, exactly. I need to go and check that it's out. a wonderful place in Faversham as well, I don't know here. Uh, they've got a place called The Saddlers now in, in central Faversham, which okay. is a Mexican restaurant and craft bar. Oh, it's very, very good. Wow. Yeah. So, Chef Neen's uh, doorstep. Yeah, it's wonderful. <laughs> put some good stuff in there. So, so, yeah, I think it's, it's, it's sort of like everywhere now. There's always, there's somewhere now popping up everywhere doing yep. good beer or good like, modern style beer. Just because the demand's there, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Um, there's nothing. There's nothing else in Sittingbourne, I don't think is there. Um, um, I, I could. I was googling and trying to see so if there was anywhere else. So there's a couple of micro pubs uh, doing a lot of traditional stuff. Okay. In the Donners and the Yellow Stocks are in High Street. And right. Very well kept beer, just but again, kind of doing. But cask only. Yeah. So yeah. Cask only. A lot of Kent beers. Cool. Keeping it well, but yeah, other than that, for for craft beer, not really at the moment. So mm-hmm. so how long he knows it's good for you well you've got the, got the market yeah, corners for now at least away. I think you know, it'd be nice to have others it, it definitely yeah, I totally so. agree it's not you know it's not it's not a normal industry this is it no, it's fear competition no exactly it's really what you'd like is something to open up 100 yards down the road because then you, this then becomes a destination absolutely you yeah, know and people make the effort to come because they know they can come here and go yeah. next door as you were saying about Canterbury then it's, if there was one of those bars you would have thought that was a nice day out but yeah. you know it's not, not really a trip but when it's three or four you think it's just, and a brewery you absolutely laughing you've got a whole really are yeah Visit, isn't it? So, yeah. but I think it will get there one day. Hmm. Let's talk about the paper mill then. So, so describe what you've got here and how many people you can accommodate. And you know, what's so it's, I think our, our pre-COVID record was about forty. We had okay. uh, maybe even more. We had <laughs> inside uh, talking about yeah, in, in this we, very we didn't have a garden yeah. before the lockdown. Oh, of course, that was our yeah, yeah. Block. So we had our, our record. I think was we had Team Toxic down for their reverse stout. If you saw all that <laughs> absolute nonsense that was going on with that. <laughs> but, uh, they brought a keg of that down and mm. we must have we advertised it for a month before and we mm. must have got about 50, 60 people turn up. Absolutely shoulder to shoulder. Yeah. Thank God it wasn't during COVID. No. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, the whole keg went in about 15 minutes. It was ludicrous. Brilliant. It was absolutely random. That's people awesome. Wanted yeah, to try yeah, something yeah. new. Um, but yeah, typically we had kind of 20, 30 people comfortably in. Right. Uh, but now with the garden, it's kind of tripled our size. So yeah. So how many, how many, you know, you've got room for seating outside? Yeah, we've, we've kind of got, I think, 40, 50 seats. Oh, great. That's, that's, that yeah, I, mean, I don't even sort of didn't really look as I walked in. I mean, we've got yeah, that's yeah, brilliant. It's covered as well, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. brilliant. All weather. Mm. Lots of heaters in there, so it's yeah. kept as well. Kept I've been looking at your posts, you know, right you know, over the winter, you know, yeah. and saying, I mean, it's, it's got, we've got yeah, this yeah. going on and that going on out there, and it looks like it's pretty weatherproof. You've got, you got sides on it as well, yeah, haven't you? So it's amazing. It's kept us here, really. It's allowed us to keep opening and Fantastic. Coming in over yep. winter, so. mm-hmm. 
and yeah, it's <coughs> tripled our capacity easily. Stunning. So, you know, we, we never fall now, which is quite nice. We've yeah. Always got a nice kind of atmosphere with people in, but yeah. it's never shoulder to shoulder. No. Which is uh, well very good given. What's so what, what hours you open? Uh, so we open up at five o'clock midweek. Yeah. Um, until eleven. Monday to Friday. Yeah. Uh, then Friday we open at twelve. Okay. Until uh, eleven again Saturday yeah. twelve to eleven. Um, and Sunday, what is it now? One o'clock till everyone goes home, basically. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> obviously, usually, usually eight or nine ish. Yeah. Till if it quiets down and people have gone home to get ready yep. for the next day. But yeah, it's the beauty of living upstairs. Is it's never, never too much of an ask to be open. It's no, of course, yeah. Down a few steps and no, sitting there. Yeah. Switch the lights on and you're ready. Mm-hmm. And you've been, you don't have any trouble with the neighbours. You know, you've got opening up the back. That might be a bit no, of it's contentious. Uh, no, amazingly not. No, we uh, we did get one complaint over a quiz we did that got a bit too crowded. <laughs> 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 Only a craft beer tap room could have a complaint about a quiz, yeah. can they? That's, a, that's as loud, you know, as round as it gets. Yes, yeah. it is. I think we've been, we've been well behaved, <laughs> given kind of the other kind of pubs around us. Sure. Every weekend, I suppose. It's I not, it can't be too bad. Well, that's weekend. the thing, isn't it? You know, people, they judge you as are you going to be another pub, don't yeah, they? Yeah. And expect that, you know, it comes with all the baggage and all the, you know, the difficulties of around the pub. But it just yeah. isn't like that, is it? No, no it, it just isn't. isn't. That's the beauty of it. That's yeah. So what? So what have you got? You know, you, you're you're running. I can see on the on the wall there a, a quiz. The first Wednesday of every month. But you, have you got other sort of regular things in the calendar? Yeah, yeah. we have um, so regularly. We do uh, every Tuesday. We have a board games club. Nice. Turn up. Mm-hmm. Some board games. Yeah. Uh, get together. So that's always well. Lots of people turn up. For yeah, that. it's great. And the good thing about board games, it keeps people hanging around for a couple of hours and drinking yeah, three or four it, beers, doesn't it? And you can't just pop in for one, can you? If you're no, going to play a board game. That's, that's the beauty of it. There's, there's lots of people kind of turned up not knowing anyone and made friends with them all as well. It's really well that's the other thing as well. It's great yeah. networking. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, well, I think we're having the quiz. Um, I think particularly regular. Mm-hmm. Try and do lots of kind of beer events, lots of beer launches, and uh, meet the brewers when we can. Now right. So, how often around. would you have have a special event of that nature? I mean? So we used to uh, before COVID, we had one annoyingly that year. We had uh, one booked in every month. It was some really, <sighs> really good breweries coming down. Yeah. And, uh, and obviously, it all went it went to uh, mm-hmm. the town. But yeah, we're starting to bring them back now. So slowly but surely, once every kind of two three months at the moment. Yeah. And uh, just trying to organize. I suppose everyone's just so busy with festivals and, and getting things running now that it's <laughs> so difficult to actually. All, Anyone down. I know um, when I recorded with Yonder um, last year, um, I remember Jasper saying, uh, you know, I said to him, you got any tap takers coming? He says, yeah, I've got one at the uh, the paper mill. Yeah. And I said to him, oh, where's that? He says, oh, I don't know. He says, well, I'm, going, I'm going there tomorrow, so I better figure it out. <laughs> no idea. It was, it was somewhere in the south. Yeah. <laughs> it was brilliant. Yeah, we try and bring them in from everywhere. Mm. Uh, we've got such good kind of appetite amongst our crowd as well for learning about the beer well that's the thing isn't it you know if you're going to book a tap takeover you know it's, it's pretty embarrassing if nobody turns yeah, up so you want to be able to say to the brewers yeah you know it's going to be yeah, there'll be a crowd and you'll get you'll get fully engaged with them which, is, which is nice yeah. yeah kind of every brewer that leaves is just blown away with the response you are going to go to a little town yeah what you've never heard of right it's going to be one of those ones where yeah. you're sitting there at the bar well it's not that difficult to get to i suppose that's the thing yeah, it's nice it. and close to the m2 so people can get here yeah. you know reasonably quickly by the time you've got you know m25 permitting yeah. of course that's <laughs> it. it's an easy train ride as well if you yeah get to from london in 45 50 minutes mm-hmm. which is nice uh, yeah yeah i think that helps us yeah it's, it's been we've had some absolutely fantastic ones over the years Probably. have you got any booked in that you can mention um, uh, so I know we've, we've, we haven't set a date yet but Heist and Triple Point are coming oh, out nice. Sheffield yeah yeah team, which would be nice good uh, I've been talking to Chris at Leviathan about okay. getting back down again also brilliant yeah, yeah. that'd be nice and Moot Guys as well okay yeah no, they said that yesterday they said yeah, they're trying really to figure good. it out with you in the next couple of weeks I had their, have you had their dipper yet I haven't no, oh I my goodness <laughs> oh <laughs> 
Fantastic. Yeah. One of the best beers I've had this year, without oh, a shadow of a doubt. Oh, yeah, it's brilliant. And um, and they said, uh, so we had, they had it on keg, actually, in the, in the pub where we were yesterday. Um, you know, they persuaded the pub to put it on. I think their plan is they're going to come in and they'll, they'll bring their mates in and drink the whole keg this weekend <laughs> just to prove the point that it was right to put it on. You know? oh, okay. oh, that sounds good. Sounds... Absolutely superb. 7.6, uh, which is, can, be, you know, can be a bit contentious to yeah. whether that really qualifies as a dipper, but suits me fine. Absolutely. Super, yeah, super drinkable, yes. amazing depth of flavour. So nice. yeah, that's that's you've got to keep your eye out. That's called butter. That's the one. Yeah, yeah which is. Uh, I think that is coming for Army the Brewer. That's brilliant. brilliant. Yeah, when they yeah. announced that, I said let's let's get something sorted. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Excellent. Let's take a short break, Harvey. This week in craft beer is sponsored by Them That Can, the premier mobile canning service in the UK. Them that can deliver the machinery, labour, materials and most importantly the expertise to achieve a professionally canned product that keeps their clients happy. For more information about how you can get started with their amazing services, please visit www.themthatcan.com So I'm back with Harvey from the Paper Mill Micropub for the second half of the show. Harvey, you know what's coming now. It's probably my best question. Uh, it's the one that usually triggers a pretty interesting conversation. What makes you different? What makes us different? So I would say uh, the fact that we've well managed to get so much good beer into a space that's got such a good community. And I mean, we, I, I think we still got the feel of a traditional micropub in the sense that right. it's welcoming you come in and it's oh, definitely yeah. Kind of, yeah. It's really well. It doesn't happen today because it's just us in here. But uh, <laughs> usually you you can't go five minutes without someone having a chat with you and nice. conversation. Yeah. Well, the, the, the configuration of this. So let's, let's just talk about this for a minute. So we just we're sitting in what could be somebody's front room. Yeah. Probably was somebody's front room at one time. Well, it must have been. <laughs> and there's bench seating just around the outside, isn't there? Mm-hmm. So we got there's there's four tables in here. You know, if you were good friends with the people you're sitting next to, you could probably. See 20 yeah, I guess 20 so. maybe 22 yeah, yeah, I think that'll be about the limit of it but everybody's looking into the middle mm. so as you say you couldn't you know unless you're an absolute miserable bastard you couldn't sit here and not engage people could you, you no, know? It's, it's, the, uh, it's the only people that we alienate sadly are people that don't want to be social yeah although even then they've got the garden now they, they never used to at one point it was you're in here and you're, you're kind of in the gauntlet and you're talking to people sure they like it and yeah even if I suppose a lot of people that didn't go out with that in mind just end up loving it because fantastic you know, it's just so yeah. natural to uh, well you know and quite honestly you know a lot of people do sit the park on their own yeah they? you know and there's no harm in that I no, do, do it plenty myself you know yeah. seeking craft beer when I'm traveling on business in particular absolutely. but it would be nice to do it in an environment like this yeah. where you know you, you, you're definitely going to be engaging with people you know, I usually end up sitting at the bar and chatting to the yeah, barman or whatever but it's nice to that's it. nice to be in this sort of environment um, yeah we've never had obviously a bar or anywhere that the staff will stand so we're in amongst it as well yeah. so we're sitting here enjoying our beer drinking with the, the guests absolutely it's a real nice yeah. we've always had a lovely community atmosphere because of that mm-hmm. so yeah I suppose that's our unique selling point what else you got so, um, <laughs> I suppose for the area of the beer like yes. it's unique for this area oh definitely um, yeah. is where else you're going to go no, you're not going to go anywhere here and get anything like what we do no so, the next nearest would be Maidstone or Maidstone Rochester Rochester yeah. Few, yeah so or Canterbury let's go yeah but this is the area of Kind of so best for like half an hour away, basically. Yeah, so you've got a pretty good caption there, haven't yeah, you? Yeah. you know, when you add the Isle of Sheppey to, to, to yeah, there's some good yeah. stuff in Sheppey as well. To be fair, yeah. so Queenborough's got a really good pub. Oh, okay, they're, they're doing some good yep. stuff with the Admirals. They're nice. good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it seems that that's kind of I'd say, but it's it's all about the community really, and the, the beer community that we've got going on here. Right. And so Friday lunches, we have people turn up. And it seems alien to some, but they, they bring their own bowls. We just do bowl shares kind of every Friday lunchtime. Yeah, and it's, oh, it's brilliant. A, the Escalation Club 
So yeah. a lot of people sitting there at 3 a.m. at 3 p.m. on a Friday drinking 15% stouts. Yeah. Sharing a big bottle around. Awesome. And it's, uh, yeah, it's just that whole kind of No, I, I love bottle shares. Yeah. yeah. It's, they're not usually in the afternoon zone. No, it's, I think they're <laughs> guys that have Friday off work. It's probably a good job. I don't live here, actually. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> don't get precious little work done anyway. Yeah. That's brilliant. The amount of things that just turn up on Friday. It's kind of all unplanned just there. Kind hmm. of, they just, we, we kind of had no input into it. They just started it and said, do you mind if we bring some bottles in? Yeah, fantastic. Fill your boots. So that's great. Every Friday. Great. How many would you normally get for that? Um, there must be 10, 10 or so people that turn up, kind of on off, whoever's off work or, mm-hmm. or around. And yeah, there's always always something going on. There's always some random bottles. I just look at my untapped, and it's popping up saying someone's checked in. I think there's just some real peculiar things. I think I'm sure we don't sell that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's of course. Yeah. things that turn up. That's, <laughs> I suppose it could, it could be slightly misleading. People turn up. Yeah, saying, yeah. Like, what you like? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> I like a bottle of that cycle stout. Please, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I saw something check in on Friday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> we have had it certainly. We've had people turn up and say, oh, and uh, answer that we, we definitely don't have this, do we? I no, said, no, I've, I've, we've never stopped that. I'd love to, but we've never stopped yes. that. Well, there's a guy here asking for it. Because <laughs> it seems Brilliant. to be checked in. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Well, I mean, this is absolutely unique as far as I'm concerned. This yeah. place, so you know, it's not a difficult question for you to answer. Let's turn that on its head and ask the other way, other way around it. What do you wish you'd done differently? The only thing I'd say would be find a bigger chiller room because uh-huh. always it's always been our struggle. But we yeah, worked perfectly when we first opened. We had kind of as I say three, four casts on the board. Yeah, a three or four in reserve. Mm-hmm. We had ample space. We could we could. You got you got a cellar at all here? Or? We've got a coal hole, so okay. it's uh, it comes up to about here on me. And okay. It's very damp, so uh, yeah, we toyed with the idea of using it to kind of draw beer up, but mm-hmm. just all for keeping it kind of it was just such a mess down because of how damp it gets the yeah. height we were on top of the top of waterboard whenever there's a high tide it, uh, it just it gets oh, drenched down there so yeah, you can't yeah. keep anything you want to look after oh, down there so empties go down there but yeah <laughs> yeah so sadly we, we've stuck with that room and we've had to kind of just every every kind of three years reconfigure it to what we're doing now so we've got yeah. the keg lines put in and have to move one of the cast racks out and just we're always kind of juggling it around to make wow. it work. There's not, you've not a room you can sacrifice upstairs, is there? To it's only a small one, sadly. I've got a front room and a bedroom, and uh, the front room is full enough of beer, I think, yeah. about half a day. So, <laughs> not, not I'm trying to, try to do you out of personal space here. Let's <laughs> see, <laughs> so I've got my personal collection taking up a lot of room up there. So yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, so that's it, but we've, we've made it work. It's been a bit of a squeeze some days. We ever have a takeover and we have 20 casts and kegs turn up. Yeah, we have a week of absolute hell trying to <laughs> <laughs> squeeze them through them all, but it's uh, it always trying to keep them as cool as possible. In there. Yeah, so it's, it's been we've made it work. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be the only improvement I'd like. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, well, no, it seems to be working anyway, yeah. that's for sure. Um, walking in out the back there, I couldn't help but notice that there is a camper van mm. that seems to be a bar. So, talk yeah, to me about is. that. Yeah, that's the crafty camper. So, <laughs> it's got its, it's, its own thing. Mm-hmm. that does this on the road basically so okay. we realised we were getting a lot of um, attention people wanting us to do bars outside right. so we had a lot of local ones kind of the, the local railway we've got a light railway that's minutes away from us and they, yep. they asked us to go down there and set up a bar mm-hmm. and every time we went to these events we were setting up a little wooden bar massive aggravation to do it yeah, from scratch it was always yeah. a pain we were having to borrow rackings we didn't mm. have any borrow a chiller from a local pub right. it was just a, a nightmare trying to make it all work and uh, yeah eventually we figured that it's the perfect opportunity to own a camper van and justify it by hopefully paying for itself. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Uh, it's actually yeah, deductible. Yeah, that's it. We <laughs> found a nice one that was a bit run down that needed doing up yep. and, and sent it off to a specialist who made a bar out of it. And it's absolutely one of the most beautiful well, bars ever. So how many, how many um, draft beers can you serve? So a standard four. We've got two Linda machines set up. Okay. 
figure that's hugely going to be enough for a wedding or so to right choice. And that was would you um, would you ever compromise and, and put a macro lager on there if, if people are asking for it? Not not now we've got Keller Pills. I think we've never been to a show without Keller Pills. This is the right answer. <laughs> yeah. I'm pleased with that. Yeah. yeah and yeah. would you put Guinness on there if people insisted on that? Again, there's so much choice. I, I would always very much say to people, and also I say we don't want to bring gas really. So right. That's why yeah. Get out of it. Good answer. So yeah. Okay. Get out. Yeah. So we're not really uh, equipped to use traditional right. sunkies. So if they're, they're ordering your mobile bar, they've got it. it's on your yeah. terms, isn't I, it? I yeah. You know, as well, people that come to if you want a nice, really lavish camper van to be serving yeah. beer, you're probably going to be the type and, and to seek out a craft bar that's going. And to you come. put a bigger beer on amongst the four, or, or not so much? It depends. I just give the uh, the, the people that are hosting it a complete same, a list. So, yeah, we'll just, yeah, I ask them what they want. Mm-hmm. If they said four double IPAs, I'd be dubious, <laughs> but uh, I'd also be well up for that party. Yeah, that, <laughs> could be, that could be my bar. <laughs> Yeah, no, we had some brilliant ones. It's, it's usually, usually they, they want their wedding to go without any problems, so it's 4%, 5%. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, understandable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and I think, that, so I say, I don't think we've ever been to a show without Keller Pills, just no. really it's, it's a winner. You know, I mean, I talks. just can't, you know, I, I'm, I'm struggling to imagine how I managed to get married without having this as, <laughs> as, as my bar. I mean, I know it, it was 20 years ago, so yes. it's long before I discovered craft beer, of course, yes. but the fact is, this is a fabulous service. Uh, it works no, it's it's brilliant. Well. So how busy are you? We're getting loads of bookings now. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, we managed to finally get it up and running. It took about two, three years to get from, from purchasing the band to getting it into a state it could run. Right. Uh, and that point was about two months before COVID. Oh, no. <laughs> wasn't everybody's got a variation on that story, yeah, I'm afraid. Yeah. Sadly, so we, we ended up with two hospitality venues and uh, a big pandemic. <laughs> but, yeah, now that things are open up again, I think we've got a bit of a... We're doing well because mm. there's so many weddings now. People are... Even people who are already married are having a party because... They yeah, because they couldn't do it yeah, at the time so, now. And it's, we find a lot of people going outside for weddings. It's not no. It was you'd, you'd book a whole. Well, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. I think that that's very much the modern thing. style, isn't it? Is to do yeah, something which is yeah. brilliant, and, and that would have stuffed us as well. Not only could we not come in the venue, but there's a lot of ties with them saying, "Well, you need to use our bar sure. to inside." But yeah. now people are just booking a field. Yeah, book a big market in a field yeah, and do your own thing. Brilliant. They hire a whole gross burger van, and we huh. turn up, and it's just fantastic. Perfect. Yeah. What's the furthest you've been? Uh, so far, where is the furthest you've been? I think we had one down on the coast overway. Mm-hmm. That was actually before the pandemic. Okay, so it's not actually very far, is it? No, not really. So <laughs> I thought far. he was going to say like, so you're clear on. Wondering if the band make it, to be honest. Well, that was why I, kind of why I asked the question. <laughs> no, we've, it's, it's been reliable so far. We've been a little a little bit late to a few, just where it's just refused to start. Okay, fair enough. But that's just all part of the charm of it, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Wouldn't, you wouldn't so would you entertain a booking from Yorkshire or, yeah, or Scotland? Or? Yeah, I mean, I can... Source some beers up there, drive up there, meet some friends, yeah. and uh, yeah, do a wing. That's, that's the whole that's idea of it. Putting this on wheels, is we can go wherever. So, how, so people are, are desperate to book your uh, book the uh, what's it called, the crafty camper, the crafty camper. Yeah. How would they go about uh, doing uh, you, that with we've, you? We've got a number. We've got Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, uh, we're very big on. We've got. Uh, we haven't even got an outdate website on that one. But we'll no. do <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's been always. It just shows you the kind of swing because that was open a few years ago. It's, it's all Instagram and oh, yeah. Facebook now. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's the only way we get kind of attention on it. Is you put up a lovely bit, picture of a bar. Yeah, absolutely. Good, serving lovely beer, and it's uh, we just people come cool. Yeah, gather so much attention through that. So <laughs> yeah, that'd be it. The Instagram and or Facebook, uh-huh. chuck us a message, and then we're, just, we're very flexible. We can work out paid bars and free bars. Whatever. Yeah, whatever suits. That's the beauty of us. We're not we're so flexible. Brilliant. And do you turn up with glasses as well, or do you, is that something that we just, uh, so? Well, our thing is recycled cups. Okay, so it's uh, all plastic, uh, yeah, yeah, com- compostable uh, uh, plastics. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, but again, venue specific, if they can make it work, 
we can. So yeah. That's the beauty of it. Awesome. And what, uh, uh, you do soft drinks and, and spirits yeah, as well? Yeah, for a while. So yeah. again, originally it was all going to be just craft beer, but yeah. then realised that that might, if it, a few people said, well, you're going to be our only bar, can you do this? Yeah, you got that so, red and white wine and yeah, a, a slowly, whiskey and gin or whatever. Yeah, it's slowly managed to evolve into a full bar now, yeah. So awesome. As long as it's not crap lager. No, sure. <laughs> God help us, no. <laughs> God save us in the macro crap line. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's, it's been perfect. It's a I think we've got four or five weddings booked in in the next couple of months. Right. That's what's I mean, would you do happen. Would you do it every weekend if you could? I mean, I guess you do just need yeah, time to hire yeah. somebody to do it full time, then, wouldn't you? Yeah, so, well, that's what we've yeah. got. As you met him earlier, Andy, yeah. more than capable of running this place on his own. So, yeah. yeah, it's the beauty of it. Now we can get out and literally drive wherever, wherever yeah. they need us. We've got, uh, we were talking to a guy yesterday, there's a a railway station nearby, I think Hollingbourne, that had been kind of they decommissioned or whatever and they right. weren't manning it anymore. Mm-hmm. So that's just a thing. And the local community have, have taken it on for, for like a pound rent a year to yeah. make it, they're redeveloping it and making it a community hub. Nice. We're doing the open day for that in a, I think it's a couple of months' time. Brilliant. Couple of months time. So Lovely. Yeah, they've got, they want an old fashioned kind of soiree with good beer. Yeah. So we're along there. So on a live railway. <laughs> with, Brilliant. <laughs> be lovely. That's what could go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. We, we, just getting all over the shop. Oh, fantastic. I mean, yeah, it's, it's just, uh, really impressed with that. Yeah, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's just, just a great, uh, a great way to spread the word, isn't it? This is the thing is we're all trying to, to bring people in and, and, yes. and, you know, get, get more people aware of how amazing this beer is. And I can't think of a better way to do it than to have the, uh, have the crafty camper out there. Absolutely. <laughs> Evangelizing. <laughs> Absolutely. Excellent. So let's talk about what beer you got in the, Cellar or the cold store that, that you're thinking about putting on in the next couple of weeks? Uh, so the most the most exciting one by a long shot is going to be the Emperor's and Heist collaboration. Oh, the yes. long awaited so the Rum Thing Rum Thing, which yeah. has been years in the making. Okay. <laughs> Ever since it well, I think it was it was actually Drew's festival down in Deal. Yes. Which uh, I, I remember talking to him yeah, in detail about it. Yeah, glorious, yeah. glorious day that was and mm. uh, that's where we first tried the something something dark side okay. of that collaboration. And since then the the talk of the rum thing, rum thing has been going on. <laughs> so when, when it finally, I was up there actually, like, we had a little a whistle stop tour to, to Sheffield. It's yeah. always my first visit to Heist. I love the guys right. and the yeah. that amazing space. I haven't been there since it's open, but oh, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Easy to lose a day, just yeah. drinking and doing all the things there. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it was Dan shouted over from another corner and said, with, uh, I think he was in the works of organising it and said, you fancy a beer launch? We've got this coming out finally. <laughs> and, uh, Fantastic. Uh, yeah, we absolutely lapped that up. It's one of the most anticipated beers ever. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, also we've got a couple of vo- uh, no, uh, Verdant casks turn up. Oh, yeah. They've just done, uh, Pig's Ear got us those. Nice. So very good. One of our favourite distributors. What beers do you know? Uh, I've got the Punk Clips somewhere. They're just mm. weirds, I can't remember their names of, but they're mm. both kind of... They're, they're, are, they, are they sort of core beers that no, they, they just got? Or they're specials? Oh, yeah, especially in the cask, uh, around 4 or 5% hazy power. Yeah. So, which is, that's always like, right, when you see a Verdant, and they say, oh, we've got a Verdant cask coming in, they get very excited and then find out, as much as the style is lovely, if it's a, an ESB. Yeah. I think, oh, that's, that's not, no, that's that's not what not, it wants to be for. No, of course it No, no, no. <laughs> and uh, for this one, yeah, it should be very exciting. I love, love those guys. Brilliant. Uh, what else is coming up? Uh, Rivington, just had a big order from Rivington. Lovely. We've got a few of their cars mm-hmm. and kegs. I'm a big fan of theirs. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Elusive, a few from Elusive. Okay, nice, yeah, one of my local guys, Elusive. Yeah, a big time. Um, and Top Rope, we've got, uh, it's a little way off now, but Top Rope are coming down for a takeover. Okay. Uh, we always coincide, so we're, we're both big wrestling fans. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, so Neil. Uh, for, wrestling, for WrestleMania or? Yeah, SummerSlam. Yeah. Oh, yeah. SummerSlam. So we always have, we want it in the summer so people can sit outside. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so they always. Oh, WrestleMania's March, isn't it, I think? Yeah, that's yeah, what we're going to yeah. be. So, 
Yeah, we're going to make that a regular thing. They did it last year. Yeah. And they'll, every SummerSlam, they'll come down. Brilliant. Oh, great. Yeah. They are brilliant. That's that's it. Like, yeah. Any chance to, to meet up with them. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's going to be, we're going to be, be another situation of a fortula, I think, with lots of their beers. But <laughs> <laughs> it can't be a bad thing. No. Excellent. Oh, it's tons of great stuff. Well, it sounds good. Yeah. yeah. In terms of local stuff as well, have you, you know, do you do local? Uh, launches with your, you know, with your dad's brewery or others as uh, well. So Gochas are a funny one in that they they have about seven beers, and the last time they had a new beer was about ten years ago. Oh, so okay, fair they, enough. They yeah. Very much, they stick to what they know. Sure, they do which it is fantastically. You no, know, uh, you can't criticise that, can you? Yeah, it's, he's uh, tried and tested. That's it. He has gone. No, chances are they'll still be going a long time after you folded and craft beers. Or, you know, it's a distant memory. Don't yeah, you think? Yeah, no, right. right. <laughs> not that I'm wishing you any ill, of course, but <laughs> no, you know, it's going to with us all. Yeah. Uh, he has got, he's been there I think 30 years, it might, it might be even longer, I remember now, but um, so he's, they've allowed him to do his own special beer for, a, so it's going to be a rare launch. For oh cool, course. so you'll get that one I guess, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And we've got a barrel of their green hop actually, so that was Oh nice, months. yeah. Um, that's the beauty of... of it's quite a big thing in Kent, isn't it? Well, like, you know, logically yeah. enough, because, you know, as, a, as yeah, being, being so. the, the, you know, the hop garden, yeah, exactly. of, well, one of the hop gardens of England, so yeah. I, you know, I, I, I know they do one in, uh, they do a, a green hop festival down in... Um, I want to say is it deal? deal? I think, I think yeah, time and tide. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Canterbury do one. I think it's yeah. every year. I don't know if they did it this year because of all the things going on. Yeah, they have a, a kind of food festival in which mm. they have a green up bulb, so it's always very good. Brilliant. Yeah. No, I think it's a great thing. Yeah. I, I can't say I've ever had very many. You know, probably not had five green up beers in my life. Yeah. But I love it. I love the idea of it. At least it's you know, a really so, good one. Yeah. So, yeah. I think this year we we did a festival for it because we managed to get you see all the frozen kind of green hops from America coming over. Yes. Here. I what they call them now. Mm. But yeah, so we. Oh, I, I rarely get too excited about the green hops because there's four or five that are fantastic mm-hmm. and then a few that are just underwhelming. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you've got no, you know, it's, it's you're, you're doing it on the spot, aren't you? Yeah. No, you don't get a second go at the recipe. That's so, it, you know, it's, 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 you can't really expect them all to do no, that great. I think it's usually ironically a bit underhopped because you have to use so much. Right, yeah, of course, so because to, to, to get any kind of flavour out of it. Yeah, yeah so, but this year with, with those coming about, we had Oakham Citrus Frozen Hop. Oh. And a left handed giant did one. It was, I can't remember, it's that Dream Street. I think it was absolutely amazing. Lovely. One of the best beers I've ever had. Oh my it's goodness! Fresh wow. citra hops. That's praise indeed coming from you. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we'll try and do that every year now. Assuming they make that a regular thing, bring Brilliant. them over. Yeah. <laughs> Combination of that and the, and the good local ones. Awesome. Perfect. All right. Excellent. Well, then let's get into the home straight then. Uh, and here we start with what I call a shout out to the little guy. And I would like you to mention one or more uh, local to you, and you can define local as being North Kent if you like, or or whatever. But Local to you, beer businesses, you think are doing a great job promoting specifically independent craft beer. Uh, that could be a, another micropub, a tap room, a bottle shop, even a restaurant or a cafe. Yeah, I think it's, I, you know, it's the hardest bit. I've been thinking about these for as long as I've been listening to your podcast. <laughs> thinking, what would I say? And it's so tricky. That's, uh, especially because to say a shout out to a little guy, mm. seeing that what they're, they're getting up to now, but obviously the guys at Boutilliers uh, and Loki. Yeah. It's always been ones we've, we've always had a good kind of relationship with. Correct. Yeah. Um, we were, I think we were the first people to be serving their cask beer uh, because we took our own casks to them. Oh, nice. Said, yeah, fill these up. Yeah. <laughs> from early days, and just watching them grow has been so, yes. so good. Yeah. Of, especially the kind of changing in people there and the way mm-hmm. that they've just taken on, kind of, they, they've moved with the times. And, and yeah, no, absolutely. So yeah, you know, it's great to see that uh, Drew's got his own taproom now as well. Yeah, it's um, so um, that's beers that bring, again, it's much like us, I suppose, they're bringing beers to, to Ashford now. That right. Kind of Jester King being served in the middle of Ashford is, is amazing. <laughs> we love to see it. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. We so. we chatted to the Jester King guys at the um, at the Riverside uh, Brewer oh, Numbers nice. Festival, and you yeah, know, they were saying, yeah, we've got a number of new a number of events to go to yeah, following on from that. And I guess that would have been one of them. Yeah. Oh, definitely. 
Um, and the other one would be, I suppose, if I'm allowed to, uh, as I say, over on the island in Queenborough, the Admiral's mm-hmm. Arm. Okay. Uh, great guys. Uh, they closed their pub earlier on Sunday to come over here and drink. And, uh, I have to respect and they're, that. They're yeah. <laughs> good decision. Uh, wonderful people, do a wonderful job, much like us, a good mix of cask and craft. Okay. Uh, good food as well. They're, they're great guys. And All right. Well, yeah, that's, that's definitely one to, for people to check out. Yeah. yeah. And you can hit them both in the same day as well. It's a beauty. You can come here and, and just hop on a train over there. It's yeah. Easy train. Yeah, of course Two it is. Two fantastic yeah. beer stops. All right, nice. Yeah. All right, thanks. Well, I'll, I'll put I'll dig links out to to, the, to both the yeah, Boutilliers Low Key and the and the Admirals um, and put them in the show notes for the podcast so Super. people can click on them and uh, find them if they want to. Yeah. Excellent. Then we are at the wrap up question, Harvey. And you know what's coming now? What would be your ultimate happy hour? Where would you be? Who would you be with? And what specific beer would you be drinking? I think beer wise, it's as it always will be, and it's the reason it is one of our regulars would be Keller Pills. Okay. Uh, it would be a toss-up between that and steady rolling, which is right. Also, p- pretty much a permanent yeah, fixture in it. Yeah, two, yeah, two permanent beers. Yeah, that's all my doing, just because I love. But it's great that you can get. <laughs> I mean, you can get steady now. It's, you, know, yeah, you so didn't used to be able to, didn't no, you? No, it's one we fighting for for ages to try yeah. and get hold of. But yeah, I think just for every day, Keller Pils is one of my favourite drop. Kind of up there with any of the German pills mm-hmm. to me, and that's some kind of hard, hard, hard to match, isn't it? And uh, and a lot of the guys there, they're. they're do some brilliant stuff yeah but yeah for me that's the beer always. all right so where would you be uh as cheesy it'll probably be probably disneyland uh, disney world in, in florida okay i bloody love it it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, it seems such a fallacy for someone like me to, to love it but have you been there lately is it craft beer that's there is a mate well it's, it's uh, jla from cigar city so craft okay in which i think they're owned now in, in one of the yeah, umbrella schemes they're, yeah they're definitely owned but, by some uh, big ugly corporation aren't they but it's yeah. not a bad beer no it's not it's like, yeah. absolutely wonderful sitting yeah through the sunshine drinking that yeah being, being looked after it's actually where my how I, I treat customers was based on the experiences I have at Disney World and how they can't do anything they, they can't do enough here I'm right like, if we can bring that to yeah, a pub you're not, you're not dressing yeah. up in the latex rubber costumes it's, just it's yet, been requested but, yeah. but not yet not, not <laughs> <official customer. laughs> yeah, so that, that's but you're right it's, you know everybody's got a smile on their face haven't they service it's is, it, yeah, is, is immaculate uh, yeah if you, can, if you can replicate that but, in whatever business you're running then you're, you're, got, so you're doing something right aren't yeah, you? yeah, so, yeah. and as for who it's with that's the real different one, I suppose. Everyone that comes in here, anyone that works here, the friends. My, okay. My yeah, partner. your regulars. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody that's. So many friends along the beer world that you just don't get to see enough, sadly, nowadays. No. So, unfortunately, I made friends with a lot of people up north. Like, I bet. Yeah. Uh, turning point and uh, people like the guys from Heist. That yeah. I'd love to spend much more time with, but they're half the country away. Sadly, sure. So, and I'm sure they'd appreciate a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. All right, then, Harvey. Well, that's been a lot of fun chatting to you. I've been, you know, I've been, this has been on my radar for a while to, yes. to get down here. You know, it's um, although I'm only the other side of London away, it's you know I, I don't don't get to Kent as often no, as I should. It's, it's been it's been a great weekend, and uh, yeah, lots more great beer still to be drunk this weekend. Definitely. But uh, pleasure to meet you finally, and uh, yeah, like, I just I love what you're doing both here and down with the Crafty Campus. I yeah. think, you know, between those two, you've got got a lot of good things going on. And, Absolutely. Yeah, sure, things are going to continue to go just from strength to drink for you. Let's hope so. Let's hope so.